0: Literally, I've been just trying to make like chronic eye contact with people, like left and right, TSA agents, like anyone (laughs) the whole time. Like, I am delivering eye contact, male, female, don't care, old, stupid, (coughs) ugly. Like, I don't care. I'm just trying to make eye contact. Hi, hello. Welcome back. We're Not For Everyone, and we're an existential commentary podcast hosted by one <laughs> hater and one lover, and that's Jess over there. She's a lover, and she's giggling, and I missed her this whole week when I was away. How are you?
1: I'm good. I feel like I'm supposed to be the tan one, and yet I feel so pale compared to your California goldenness right now.
0: <laughs> I don't think I'm very tan. It was it was actually pretty cold. It was colder than it was in D.C., which I, like, let the Californians know a lot. I yeah, like, You announce guys, it. like, did not deliver, which I, I wasn't disappointed. But, like, I didn't do very much tanning because it was pretty chilly. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. And Then I just look pale right now. I don't know. It's it's still 30 <laughs> degrees in Chicago. So I'm going to announce that every week until until it changes. Everybody knows that I live in Chicago and it's cold Everybody
0: <laughs> knows that I live in Chicago. Yeah, I did not mean to gaslight your feeling of being really low on melanin I you agree did. you did I, I validate i supposed to be
1: <laughs> you've seen me at my at my deepest skin tone and this is nowhere close to it so yeah thank you for returning to that thank you for You're welcome returning to my feelings <laughs> um how the hell was your time away tell us everything tell us the reflections <laughs> tell us the intimate moments tell us the moments that were like maybe a little sad <laughs> you know, a little
0: sad. I have both.
1: Yeah, I can deliver both.
0: I'm gonna try to keep it um I'm gonna try to keep it. I feel like there's like almost nothing worse than listening to someone talking about their trip. So I'm gonna try to keep it to maybe
1: things that are valuable. Make it short, make it valuable. Tell us your <laughs> takeaways from your trip. <laughs> okay.
0: I will say it was A plus, which how rare is that? I feel like anytime I think something's going to be really – or I need something to be really great. It's usually not. And I think I, anytime I dread something, it usually ends up being wonderful. It's like I get very <sighs> psyched out. but I don't know. I just feel like it's always the opposite. And I, I felt like this trip was going to be great, and it was great, and that will never happen again. Yeah. Um, I went – I spent like a few days in L.A. with a friend of mine, and I don't really like to visit even my best friends because – it's really, like, I need so much time away. I need so much downtime. And actually, I think most people do. But especially when you're hosting, like, when I'm hosting, it's hard for me to say, like, you go away now. We're both going to benefit from this. But you go away now or I go away now. And I yeah. I don't know. It's uncomfortable, of course. And I, I kind of dread that, like, not having the downtime. So, <sighs> With her, literally before I went, I feel like I aced it. Before I went, I was like, I need downtime. I'm gonna take downtime. It's gonna make me a better person, and and then you're not gonna hate me. Yeah. And she felt the same way, and I, I think actually most people feel the same way. But it was really helpful, I think, to say it before, before you're in it and like everything's already tense and you're both like pissed at each other. And so we just did that, and she was like, okay, I need that too, but I'm not gonna ask for the time. You ask for it, and then we'll do it.
1: Okay. That's good.
0: Clear expectations, you know? Yeah. I feel like we were just like, I think we just like aced the communication, the pre-trip visit communication. Right. Everything's so high anxiety. Top notch. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. I think it was the first time I thought to do it because I have so much anxiety around it. But like, I also think that as a host, I really get stressed out hosting if, if the guest's expectation is that I have to put my life on hold basically for the time yeah. that they're there, like even two days, even one day, like one day of me like not working when I probably need to be working or three days where I'm no longer going to the gym, I'm not like eating the regular things I want to eat, I'm not getting downtime, I'm not working, that's extremely stressful. And then the whole time you become less and less present because you're just thinking about, okay, once they leave, I got to catch up on all these things. And it, it makes it harder for me to be present. So even like for her kind of hosting me, I was like, you know, do your work. Like go, yep. you know, do your workout. Whatever you need to do, it'll make our time together. And then when we had our time together, we we're just gabbing nonstop because we'd both
1: recharge. Anyway, I'm giving yeah. myself an A+. plus. I, I am too. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. Um I'm so proud of my little girl's report card. <laughs> There's nothing sweeter than you being proud of me. Oh my gosh, I feel proud of you all the time. It's very important to me. It's very important. I love to make you feel that joy of me being proud of you. I'm not even faking it though. It's the truth. And um, <laughs> A plus. Good. Thank Spank you. Thank
0: you. But send me out the door. Yeah. <laughs> so I did like 3 days with her, which is a great amount of time in my opinion. And then I went like an hour south to Palos Verdes to this resort. (laughs) I asked for resort recommendations on Instagram because I was really, I was really struggling to pick a resort and um, found this beautiful one in like the cliffs of, I think the most southern part of California. Is that Mm. the most southern? I don't know. Don't make me look at a map. And it was just beautiful terrain, like luxury, indulgence, whatever. That's my idea of like... (laughs) a break I don't want to sightsee totally I don't want to like I even debated for a while you know they had like paddleboarding and kayaking and all these activities and I was like should I do it am I supposed to do I don't want to do them all like I I got really intentional about my goals which is something my dad I remember him saying to me really young when we'd go on vacations he'd be like set your goals for the week or the time can pass you by
1: oh that's great (laughs) I love that
0: from him it's so true yeah and I do it I do it like almost every day just like, what do I want this day to look like? Right. What do I want to feel today? Yeah. And it's not complicated things. But um, for the trip, I was like, I I want to be off my phone. I want to be really off my phone. Um, I'd leave it in the hotel room. I'd just power it down. I'm doing that a lot. Just like turning it off, especially if I keep like, you know, subconsciously picking it up while watching TV mm. or while at a dinner or like, there's already another screen there. Like, I don't need to be picking up my phone and did a lot of reading a lot of writing a lot of it ended up being work related but the part of like YouTube and podcast like vision dreaming and orienting towards the larger why we're doing what we're doing and what I want things to look like um the things I care about like just going on walks and I did workout classes and I exercise and eating um I feel like I indulged a lot but I just ate like not, nothing processed. So I was still hmm. just feeling good. Yeah. Um, and honestly, the biggest thing I was curious about, I can spend endless time alone. So I wasn't concerned about like, am I going to get bored? The biggest thing I was curious about was going on a trip and not having to take care of someone else's emotional state. Yep. Because I think both in relationships I've been in, like romantic relationships and The dynamics that I grew up with, there are very like, there are personalities that were like always kind of unhappy. I feel like I'm very used to being with someone who's always very unhappy Mm. and really catering to like walking on eggshells to make sure that they're okay and everything's how they want and that nothing goes wrong. And it was, and I really wanted to show up and be like, I have this feel. I don't know. I, I'm like actually a pretty optimistic person despite the title of hater. Yeah. Pretty much nothing gets me down unless somebody like implies that I'm a bad person. That's the thing that can get me down. But other than that, like an event or a disappointment or a cancellation or a failure, like really nothing really gets me down. And I kind of wanted to show up on this trip and be like, Could anything get me down this week? Like could things will go wrong. Like thing I'll think there will be disappointments, but I'm pretty sure it just doesn't ruin my mood. And I felt like that was so true. Like I didn't nothing upset me when things were slow or bad or wrong or confused or difficult. Like it's just like, okay, so you adjust the plan. And honestly, that was that was something I like really needed to prove to myself.
1: Yeah, does that make sense? It, it 100% makes sense. I think that's such the power of solo travel because you don't have to cater to anybody, even something as simple as like walking and how much you want to walk in the day. Totally. I did a solo trip to Portugal um, for like four days to Porto a couple years ago. And I was like, I had just come off of a family trip. Like I joined them. On a trip for a little bit and then I went off on my own to Portugal and the juxtaposition was so extreme to me because not that I didn't have a good time with them, but it's just like you're always aware like, oh, are we walking too much for dad's comfort level or oh, does somebody need to go eat right now or whatever as opposed to when I was alone I walked for like 12 miles around the city by myself, stopped and did whatever I wanted to do you know, went back to my room whenever I wanted to. It's just, like, the, the freedom of just feeling, actually getting in touch with, like, what you want and what feels good to you in the moment and being like, oh, and I can do that. Not only do I know what I want, which is already kind of hard to get in tune with, but then I can actually execute on it. Like, those two things are huge about solo travel. I think, like, living yeah. alone is another way to experience that but of course in your day-to-day life you're gonna have to cater to people all the time so it's it's not as protected
0: and also that makes me think I feel like that's such a good point when you compare it to like it is like a level up from getting to know yourself living alone. I think for the same reason that people say like, you should like really travel with a romantic partner before you settle down with them. Because it's very telling. Because despite it being a vacation, like stressors come up and you get to see people deal with stressors outside of their comfort zone. And you get to see people just like deal when not everything is structured the way they want it to be. You're literally outside of your comfort zone. And so I do think it's like, That is such a revealing way to get insight into really any relationship. And so like by the same measure to get an insight into yourself, like out of your comfort zone, having to navigate a place you don't know, um, needing to ask for help, like hoping something will be one way and then it's very
1: much not. Yeah, it's such a lesson in expectations because even what you said at the beginning of of your story about this of like, I... Always know that when I'm hoping for something to be amazing, it sucks. And when I expect something to suck, it turns out to be wonderful. Like having too big of expectations on anything is such a risk in life. Like if you're expecting something to go a certain way and feel a certain way, it's almost never gonna be exactly how you expected. And so even it was if it was still good, you can't like enjoy that it was good because it wasn't the good that you envisioned beforehand. Um, and I think that's true of like trips. It's true of events and holidays and like little things in life too. a date that you have planned. But if you let go of the expectations and just like show up and then plus you show up by yourself, it's even better because you're like, OK, I can roll with that. Like, I think it's cool that you learned about yourself, that you're actually and maybe you knew this before, but like proved to yourself, I guess is what you said.
0: Yeah. That
1: you're pretty like go with the flow and like don't get down about too many things even when traveling you know even when outside of your comfort zone because probably a lot of people are it's just when we put other people around us oh my gosh that yeah we're stressed about like oh it needs to go the way I envisioned and because I want them to be happy I want them to be comfortable it's always about like making sure other people are okay that's at least how I feel a lot of times I'm, I'm always conscious of like is everyone else good okay then I'm good um, which isn't always yes.
0: true. <laughs> yeah, I know, because you're like, a, you're a good ta- caretaker. And I, I definitely relate to that, like middle child. Um, you're the eldest daughter, which I feel like sometimes, I don't know, maybe it has nothing to do with birth order, but I always felt like the mediator in my family, like, the peacemaker, like, the person who, like, has to communicate between everyone or whatever. Yeah, it's, like, a great skill, and it's a great thing to be able to do for people, and it's really exhausting sometimes. Yeah. And, you know, we'll get to do it. We'll get to do it lots more for lots of other good opportunities, but it's it's nice to take that solo time. I also feel like there. it's one thing to be, like, looking out for a bunch of other personalities, um, but when some of those personalities are, like, the really unhappy kind, just like I mean, it's yeah. one thing. It's like we're looking out for both our dads are like getting a little older or whatever, and like of course we want to look out for them. But when it's someone who's like really unhappy, my experience is they're often like blamers too. They're blaming, and so I've always experienced a lot of like implied like blame on me, like things were my fault. And I, I uh, after like twenty five or like thirty years, I was like, I feel like not all these things are my fault, mm-hmm. but I couldn't prove it. And I heard something once, if you're someone who's like experienced that in a re- any kind of relationship, I saw it was literally like an Instagram meme, but it hit so hard where it was like, you know, a blamer will spend all this time saying that you're the drama, you're the drama, you're the drama. But then as soon as they disappear, everything's really peaceful. <laughs> and yeah. it's like, that's kind of how I felt going on the trip. I was like, is it really
1: hard to take trips? I don't know. All of a sudden it seems pretty easy. The thing that I can't figure out in my own context is – whether those people were actually blaming me or if I just internalized it as blame. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, I I know which one it was for me. <laughs> they were pretty yeah. overt. Yeah. Okay, for me, it's more like a suggestion of blame yes, or like totally. me, me inferring that the blame is on me as opposed yeah. to them actually overtly saying that. And that's a thing that, I don't know, like I relate, but more from that angle where I just put a lot of, The pressure on myself to make sure that like group dynamics go well Um, and as much as like I'm often the person in friend groups or with even with my family who like chooses the restaurant we're gonna go to because I love finding new restaurants and discovering Mm -hmm. new food and whatever but if somebody doesn't like it even if they didn't say just like bad choice like pretty much no one in my life would say that overtly but if they didn't like it I'll still like internalize Mm -hmm. it as my fault and then I feel more pressure to like do it better the next time or I like completely check out of it next time and I'm like okay I'm not responsible for anything because I don't want to be like the deciding factor in whether people have a good time or not you know I'm just here for the ride I'm I am a good time and so I'm just here for the ride (laughs) like that's kind of a transition I'm making in life but I I hear what you're saying too how was your
0: week how, first of all, it just asked me, she did like the solo episode last week, which I loved and was to me like such a labor of love to be able to give me a week pretty checked out. And I'm excited to repay that one week. But um, she like, set, you know, did the recording and she was like, do you want to listen to it? Obviously we like edit everything collaboratively kind of. And I was like, no, I don't. Because A, I know whatever you make is great. And I was really excited to listen, to get to devour it. And experience it as just an audience member so I listened to it like at the pool and I was just like cackling I was cackling to myself and giggling and like squealing I feel like
1: <laughs> that makes me really happy yeah I um I had a lot of fun doing it it was like I had a lot of fun doing it it was very it came very naturally because that's what I did so often with peeking. so I was like oh I'm back doing this like okay sweet and obviously it was a shorter episode and it's just me so the The editing lift and everything is easier. Um, So it was nice. It was like kind of a break. In a way, I also got a break because it was like a lighter lift type of episode than our usuals. Um, And I got the opportunity to like explore another, you know, way of expression on this platform. Um, So I really, I enjoyed it. I'm like really excited. I I kept thinking to myself, like, what will Caroline, what will her approach be when she does a solo episode, or, like, how will it be similar, how will it be different, um, because I feel like since I've done kind of versions of that before on peaking, I, like, knew where I would probably fall in terms of, like, the types of topics and the types of vibe, but I feel like for you, although you have your YouTube channel, obviously, and it's you, it is different. It is different. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm very excited about that, but it was, yeah, it was, like, such a gift to be able to help take something off your plate for the week but also to be able to like do that for myself and express myself in a different way so
0: a gift to you a gift to me yeah gifts 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 all around
1: yeah so it was great um but I did save up some thoughts not just thoughts but not for just thoughts you know just thoughts that I want Caroline's thoughts on. Because, yeah. Because I just like, I don't know. There were things that I was like, this will be funnier to talk to her about or this will be more Ugh, interesting to talk to her about. I'm
0: so ready to um, react. Yes. Give okay.
1: <laughs> well, there's just a lot and honestly, I don't know which one's the best. Let me... Let me take a pause. <laughs> which, ones, oh.
0: which of my thoughts are the best? <laughs> which
1: of my, I rank my thoughts. Isn't that like kind of a twisted thing that you have to do for podcasting? Well, I like, mean, no, but it's so,
0: of course. <laughs> like if you're, if you're like, if you're creating something, it's, it's technically just thoughts you have. And then you're like, these thoughts are good thoughts. I'm going to make people listen to these thoughts and look at these thoughts. Right. Yeah. Like all of it. That's something that bothers me a little bit about all of content creation is you're being like, I think this is good. Look at it. Right. You know what
1: I mean? It's like a little weird. It is pretty weird. It is pretty weird. <laughs> um, that being said, okay, you might have a take on this one. So I'll give context as I always do. Always too much context when it comes to me. So Perfect amount.
0: Perfect amount of context.
1: <laughs> okay. I watch The Bachelor. I watch a lot of reality dating shows. But I watched The Bachelor. This season was particularly bad. It just ended. And I was um, consuming some podcasts, like interviewing the people afterwards. And one of them mentioned – they said several things that like really – just annoyed me and I wanted to bring to the pod. Um, But one thing that came out of that was they were like, oh, it's so hard to be like in hiding after the show because you don't get to see how the person is in the world, which like, that's fair. We just talked about like traveling with someone, you get to see how they are in the world. But the thing they kept referencing was you don't get to see how they treat waiters. And it made me think about how so many people list that as their yeah. number one red flag, like being rude to waiters. And to me, I'm like, That's not even a notable red flag to say out loud because, like, obvious like to me it's so obvious, it's like that's a rude person. And so, yeah, like interesting red flags, like you hating v-neck t-shirts, like that's something we can have a funny conversation about. (laughs) But like, being rude to waiters, everybody talks about it. It's kind of similar to like the pineapple on pizza thing. It's like, okay, (laughs) yeah. Obviously, being rude
0: to waiters. Yeah, I also like, I also think it's a red flag when someone I'm on a date with like kicks a dog.
1: Yeah, right. like also yes. that, like also. <laughs> I'm like, but, are you any also, closer to finding your person yeah. now that you said that out loud? Like, did, is that help? Did that work? Okay, you're clearer now. Yeah, you're clearer. Okay, we're getting clarity. But also, <laughs> I
0: don't think the reverse necessarily means that much. Like, if they're if they're really nice to waiters, I know lots of people who are nice to waiters and like they suck. They're as people. still the worst
1: people. Yeah. yeah, they're still
0: the worst people. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like I feel like it's we can move on.
1: Yeah, okay. Thanks. That's all. From I had that to say. as a
0: test. Oh no, not not from the conversation. <laughs> from that as a test. I agree. I agree. But it, but I think what you're what you're pinpointing in my opinion is the fact that like a lot of it's the gesture thing. Like a lot of people Yeah, it is again. equate niceties with like character. But that like one is gestures, one is one is more kind of personality mm-hmm. and one is character, which is something I think about a lot because especially like with my ex, I feel like we had a huge personality, like the ultimate personality match. And not that he had bad character, but it, there were like spiritual, like deeper things that we yeah. were mismatched on. So I feel like there, it's really hard to distinguish. And the first thing you usually fall in love with is someone's personality, but that says very little about their character and yeah, I don't know. You could just, like, have grown up in a country club and so you know how to, like... Right. What it says about you and your status to speak to the staff a certain way, but that doesn't mean that you're, like, a good person.
1: It also just made me wonder, like, maybe I've been lucky to not ever go out on a date with someone who was rude to the staff, but is that, like, such a common thing? I don't know. I feel like we all know the doesn't operating procedures know? <laughs> in this world. Like, I think, yes, there are people who are rude to wait staff. I... You know, I know that you used to work serving tables and as a bartender and stuff. So, like, I'm not diminishing the fact that people who work in those jobs have a really hard job and deal with a lot of annoying people and annoying shit all the time. But at the same time, like, I don't know, the person that I'm probably likely to end up on a date with is not the person who's going to be rude to the waiter. Maybe, I don't know. I just think that's uncommon unless you're really digging at the bottom of the barrel. But Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Have you encountered that? Like, it's so common. Oh, people said. being
0: terrible.
1: First of all, on a there date are people
0: when you're oh, on a date with them, like,
1: um, you know what I mean. Not yeah, from the I waiter perspective.
0: There are things that I would still note about their interactions that wouldn't be like rudeness, though. I'm trying okay. to think.
1: Um, I don't know. I don't think I have a good example, but. Like, tip, like how somebody tips, I pay attention to that if I can see the, if I I, can see the I bill.
0: I do, <laughs> but in my experience, because I when someone leaves a lower tip – I almost always ask them about it. Mm. And usually they just don't know what the standard is. Usually they're like referencing a stat they heard from the 80s when you tipped a different amount. It's not usually, it's mostly like an as a waiter. Oh my God, I would hunt people down all the time. If somebody got, oh, if somebody got left a low tip anywhere in the restaurant, like an insultingly, inappropriately low tip, I would be like, I'll hunt him down. And I would like run down the streets on the Lower East Side chasing after somebody and being like, what (laughs) happened? Because you've got nothing to lose. Yeah. That's like what I lived for. I'd be like, what went down? And they would just be like, most of the time, most people were like, what do you mean? I left a wait, I did. was that not the correct tip? Like most people, sometimes people do it vindictively, but like even things like that, or honestly, even if someone is rude to a waiter, I know some people who just like are shitty and I've seen them be rude to wait staff, but usually it's like you just caught them on a bad day. So all of these things... <sighs> yeah, yeah. As a waiter, I feel like aren't even that significant. Sucks yeah. for the waiter, but
1: okay, that helps. I I don't know. It's just one of those statements that I hear so often, and yeah. I always have this thought process, and I was like, I need to, like, articulate it. I, just, I agree. Does it make, I'm the nicest to waiters, by the way, and I tip so much. I like, believe, I, I believe. You know, like, I am the extreme side of, like, being very kind and respectful in those situations, right. and still, this is never something that I would describe as, like, a criterion for a person, because I'm just like, <laughs> that's baseline. We're talking totally, baseline. Totally,
0: That's baseline, bitch. Oh, like,
1: <laughs> Give me something, give me something interesting to work. Yeah, with, so. no, I completely yeah.
0: agree. If people need help, it sounds like some people need help figuring out what to judge. And if that's the case, like just listen to the podcast. Please pass them you know. to us.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> happily I can give you so many better yeah better things to judge them against. That's such a good. Can, that's a yes. Good tip.
0: <laughs> if you are having trouble figuring out what's egregious behavior, just you know every Thursday, every <laughs> Thursday, Thursday. N- new episodes.
1: Um, Okay, I just want to close the loop on the couple other things that happened in this interview of The Bachelor and his new bride, fiance, whatever the fuck. Okay. I hate, this is just a statement, I'm just making a statement. (laughs) I hate when people say the phrase, do life together. I hate it, stop, you sound stupid, you're annoying me. (laughs) Find a better way to describe what you're excited about for your future with this person. Yeah. Or don't say it at all. Do, <laughs> doing life together is the most annoying phrase to me. See Why, why saved, does it annoy you? Why I saved it my you? hatred rage for, for when yes. you were back as opposed to doing it in the Lover episode. Um, why, why does it annoy you? Why does it annoy you? me? So
0: it's just like...
1: Right <laughs> I don't know. Do you always? Here's a question. This is like. Listen, why, I can tell you what I think is annoying about it, but well, I'm trying not to speak over you. I no, I appreciate. You I appreciate. I'm just. I'm. This is a quick sidebar to get some oh, advice yeah. from the hater. Like, do you always know why you hate something? Because I no. Maybe, as someone, no, it takes who reflection. Yeah, it takes I, reflection. I'm not good at that part yet. I'll work on it. But I don't know. It just pisses me off. It just annoys me. Tell okay, me why it annoys yeah. you. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> you're probably I would right. Say, first of all I feel
0: like the reflecting and trying to figure out why is the most fun part and <laughs> I think it's like I think it's constructive. It's as important as figuring out why you like something. It's like True. that helps you can inform other things I can make fun of with The Bachelor. But <laughs> <laughs> at least um at least at the very least. Um I think because it's so nonspecific it sounds like they actually haven't thought about <laughs> what yeah. they're gonna do with this person. And also do life um like those are um that's not Way that we use verbs yeah yeah and so um <laughs> i think it's like, both. what is an equally stupid thing it sounds it's it would sound as stupid if they were like i'm, I'm so excited to do sex together the rest of our life like yes. you don't say do sex you don't to do kisses to do grocery together like,
1: especially in an interview to, with another person like yeah it's like for you the knew
0: <laughs> you guys your entire relationship is um, you exporting the romantic status between you two, and you know you're gonna go do an interview about it, and you don't have like one thought over the other than like, well, yes, we, it's
1: gonna be it's gonna be life, and we're gonna do it. Well, that's that's probably what it is because I listened to several interviews because I was trying to get some fucking juice. I was like, Caroline's gone for the week. I need some like some ammo. I need some tea to amp me up because I don't have I don't have my girl. <laughs> And so I was like listening to a bunch of the interviews and they said the same thing in every single interview. They were like, we're excited to do life together. You know, just go to coffee shops and restaurants. I listened to three different interviews and they said that (laughs) three different times And I understand what they're saying. Like, there's nothing wrong with the fact that they're excited about that. It's just like, can you give me something? You're supposed to, you were supposed to me that you guys have met each other. Proof me that you guys have met each other. Yeah, you were just, you just had 12 episodes of television about your love story. And now that's all you have to tell me? Like, I'm over it. So, I'm over it. But I also think the do life thing, it's not just used on The Bachelor, although it's very commonly used there. But people will, I don't know, I feel like really basic people will say that in general and I just have never liked it it's never resonated
0: right there are this is the thing my sister has gone on some great rants about like you know when there's like kind of um fad phrases that are like in the zeitgeist yeah and everyone's using like a fad phrase we've decided this terminology is like terminology we're all using now it's it's kind of like picking up a hallmark card where it's like you haven't my sister will just be like, don't you have any th- thoughts of your own? Don't you have any feelings of your own? Like, right. It's like, if you need to give this person a Hallmark card to express how you feel, are you not like feeling on your own? You can come up with it. Um, so I feel like to use, well, maybe that sounds so harsh, but whatever. It, there's some truth to it. But sometimes the fad phrases are very articulate, and that's when I get kind of pissed. Like, I I hated vibing, the phrase, like, vibing for so long. But you like when I say it. You told me. Oh, yes, I do, and I say it now, too, because I I realize they're really, like, against my will. I was made to realize there, there really isn't a better alternative. Yeah. It's not this, I think the closest other option is, like, somebody's, Energy, or like the energy was good, or like which you can, but it's different. There's not a great alternative. There are a lot better alternatives to describing what you're excited about in marrying somebody. Yes,
1: yes, yeah, exactly. You just crushed it. Like, I feel like there's a lot of those words that I started to use ironically. Yeah. Like,
0: same. Same. And right. I, and now and then, I use And that's just in your vocab. Yes. Like trill. I started saying Tr- trill. I don't. I don't even think that's a word people say. But like, I say it genuinely now. Yeah. You and do. And vibing. Say
1: it. Yeah. Vibing is one lit. I feel like that was a joke, and I'm still kind mm. of joking when I. Use I know, it. and I know that you are,
0: but it's like that's also a thing, and I guess most people are kind of joking. Most people maybe are.
1: Yeah. It's like I'm putting on a character in a way. I'm like. While I'm saying this sentence that has the word lit in it, I, like imagine me as a really bro-y white man who goes to a lot of festivals, you know, and that's, yeah. and like, that's the character I'm playing when I say lit, but that doesn't mean I don't say it. I was it playing just a mean,
0: character for that word. It's character yeah. work. It's char- a, char- a character work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Everything I do is character work. Okay. The last quick thing. This is actually quick. I mean, but you can turn anything into a hot topic. So maybe try me. Try me. (laughs) So finally. In the same podcast interview with this fucking wow, Zach Shalcross. Went, went hard. What a fucking goldmine this interview was for you. <laughs> it was so boring that I had to turn it into something interesting. I was like, okay, I'm just going to project everything that I hate about these people onto this interview to make it interesting.
0: Yeah, that's what art is. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. So Zach Shalcross is the name of The Bachelor. Fake name
0: fake name fake name fake he's name.
1: totally an ai bachelor everything that he's ever said is <laughs> like sometimes he trips up his words and you're like oh that was like a glitch in the system like he's an <laughs> ai he's even Oh down man. to his i gotta he's google fake.
0: him how the fuck do you say shack Falcross? <laughs> zach that oh. part's
1: normal ish
0: his name's not Shalcross. cross
1: like val like some- or foul Foul? Shall, S H A L L cross, like you shall cross the street. It's like yeah, weird yeah. and religious wow. sounding. Oh, his face is fake too. Yeah, yeah. it is. Okay. Everything's fake. Everything's fake. And he said in this podcast interview, really quickly, he was like, Oh, can I cuss? And it made me pause and I was like, Cuss. <laughs> like, I haven't said the word cuss as opposed to <laughs> curse. <laughs> in so long I feel like in high school would be like oh yeah like I need to stop cussing like that's what I'm gonna give up for Lent but I haven't said (laughs) cuss give up for Lent I forgot (laughs) we used to give up cursing for Lent give up cursing but don't you only say cursing now like I haven't said cuss in a really long time and this is like a 30 year old man who just got engaged and is ready to do life and he's saying (laughs) cuss ready to do life
0: (laughs) yeah that's great no notes okay thanks
1: (laughs) So what's going on with you? Those are my. What's going on with me? Those are my topics.
0: <laughs> um, oh, let me see what I got. First of all, let me tell you fucking what, dog. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> I do. Have, I want to follow up on, you know, I talked about that guy from the gym who hit, who like. <gasps> yes.
1: <sighs> he just Sweetie Pie. Her. Yeah. Sweet- <laughs> I don't think we called him Sweetie Pie. That's what I call him.
0: <laughs> Sweetie Pie is definitely the name of one of the My Little Ponies. Oh. I think we'll oh. Sweetie
1: Pie. Okay. Sweetie Pie, Cutie Patootie, et cetera.
0: Um, yeah. Sweetie Pie. Sweetie Pie, my little... Po- I'm going to call him my little pony from the gym. <laughs> um, who who hit on me the only acceptable way man can, which was to... I don't know. He came up and complimented me. Yes, I'll allow it. And then immediately walked away. And I was like... <laughs> I was like kind of like mentally hustling after him, not physically hustling, but I was just like, what do I do? Anyway, yeah, he knew what he was doing and I hadn't really seen him. First of all, I also don't really remember what he looks like because I know he was like, he was cute. He was a, a brunette white dude that was strong in the gym. Like there's a million of them. Right. And I'm, and he walked away so fast. I only got a flash of it. Like I, t- I couldn't tell you who he was. And so, I, I don't know if I've seen him in the gym. I wasn't sure. I was, like, kind of looking around, but also don't want to, like, stare everyone down in the gym. And then the other day, I saw him again, which I know because uh, he just came up to me. He, like, peeked around from, like, a corner and just, like, leaned in and just, like, did this, like, little twinkly wave. Oh, my God. I had my God. headphones in. So, I don't even think he said anything. He just, like, did a twinkly wave wave. And then walked away. Again. Just walked away. Sweetie pie. (laughs) Sweetie pie. (laughs) And I loved it. I loved it so much because I'd already been stressing. This was like maybe three weeks later from the initial encounter. And because I didn't think I'd seen him or I definitely hadn't talked to him or like I didn't like chase him down in the gym. I was like, oh, this guy must hate me now because I didn't follow up and he must think I'm a bitch and blah, 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 blah. And like I'm the worst. And he like at least didn't seem to care. (laughs) He was just like, I'll still say hi to you. I'll still smile. I'll still wave at you. And then again, just like walk the fuck away. And now I, I, I have to say something. The thing is, I don't,
1: it's, time. Oh, what
0: what it's time. What do you say? What do you say? It's time. What do you say? What do you say? Also, I don't, I don't even know if I want to. Like, I can't remember what he looks like. We've
1: not really had a conversation. From this wave, you don't re- remember a little better what he looks like? Like, was your reaction to the wave? Oh, he's cute, you know? I mean, he was cute. He was
0: cute. I don't know. Yeah, he was cute.
1: Okay, so now you know what he looks like, and you know that so you like he's it. cute. Okay.
0: Yeah, okay, I like <laughs> it. I like it.
1: Okay. Um... <laughs> Let's see. What do you say? Hmm. Wow. Thank you for helping me figure out if I was attracted to him or not. Yeah, we had to get that out of the way. I was like, because I would really like to workshop right now what you're going to say to him, but I needed you to be on board with that. And so now I think you're on board with that. You're going to say something.
0: I'm I'm on board with the cute, but I'm like, I'm so attracted to personality that I'm like, Right. What if I, okay, I ask him out to like get a drink or something. And then, which I almost feel weird about because it's like to ask someone out just cuz they showed interest in you something feels vapid about that too but like it's not just that he complimented me like i liked his whole vibe okay
1: what are you doing you know on a I dating mean? app they show interest in you they swipe right and then you get you go on a date like that's all it ever True. is you know True. and then you go on the date and then you find out if the personality vibe is there and if it's not there like that's True. fine you went on a date with someone who was friendly and attractive which like Fuck. is the only precursor for going on a date pretty much That's ever. That's true. Wow. So fuck? I would say, and he's already like given the in and done it twice. Like he's ready. Yeah. Um, or this is just something he does to fuck with people and it's working. No. Okay. What's the worst that, the? I don't know. The worst that happens is he is like, he'll probably still be nice. If, if he doesn't want to go on a date with you, which I would find very surprising. Oh, he seems I, yeah. like a nice guy who would at least be like, I don't know. Make some excuse and be like, "Oh, let me get back to you." He's not gonna like reject you on the spot. I mean, I think he's gonna go on the date.
0: I feel okay, like he's So you're going good. way out on a limb, but like, what do you say?
1: You can just be like, "Hey, we should grab a even just like a coffee." If because if you go to the depending on when you go to the gym. Oh, you're an evening gym person, which means he is. I can two. be morning. I can be morning.
0: No, but that's. I'm actually. You into I'm him. really. I'm really into the morning date
1: idea recently. But okay, well. You could say like, "Hey, I'm gonna be at the gym Friday morning. Do you want to grab a coffee after?" Or Saturday ma- weekend, oh, Saturday morning. Oh. You
0: okay. know,
1: like, "Oh, do you want to?" If you're gonna stop by the gym on Saturday, I'm gonna be here in the morning. Would you want to grab a coffee after something? That's so we can chill. workshop the phrasing, but That's it's fucking like chill. so chill. Okay, get a fucking coffee. Literally, i so fucking weird, post-gym. dude. That, yeah.
0: Like, it's going to be so hard for me not to be like, I see you and we let you show you our hi. You know? Like, it's so I dumb. Know. Like, I I, have, I know nothing about you. What can I possibly say? How are you, are you working out? Like, you, Like Do you live near the gym? Like, I'm like, this is where my mind goes. I can't
1: Okay. I can't
0: figure it out. Like, no, you're right. You just say, hey, we should get a coffee.
1: Yeah, and then once you're on the date, it's like any other date. Ugh. Like you don't know anything about any of these people. So you're just yeah. going to have a date like you would with anyone else. Uh. You don't have to like overly converse in the gym. I feel like he's probably struggling with the same thing where he's like, there's this cute girl. I've seen her multiple times here. I want her to like know that I think she's cute and, and potentially interested. But he also doesn't know what to say. That's why he's just doing a cute wave here or there. So yeah, somebody has to, like, somebody has to make the move. I know. It's on me. It's on me. He's, He's extended an olive branch. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be okay. able it's, You're going to make it happen.
0: <sighs> he seems very nice. He seems very nice. I I really can't explain. There are certain things I feel very bold about, and I cannot explain truly how weird. I know everyone's like, uh, oh, I'm weird with guys. It's like, no. truly, truly. Truly, I get so weird during my solo trip. I like was trying to force myself to just be more open in general and talk to more people and like make more eye contact. And like, there's a the musician in the in the hotel lobby, Jason Mraz. The one was playing Jason Mraz. Yes, (laughs) the one was playing Mr. Jason Mraz. He's like, I'm not interested. He wasn't cute, but I was just like trying to be more open to people in general. And you know, so he walked by, and I was like, oh, I really like you did such a great job up there. Are you sight reading? And while he was taking requests, I don't know, we had a little chit chat. And then he went to finish playing his set. And I was like so proud of myself just for like talking to someone new that I couldn't stop manically giggling. I giggle to myself in public, alone in public all the time. And it was so bad. It was so extreme. I was just sitting at like a little hotel bar table alone giggling to myself and journaling because I would happen to be journaling so it looked like I was like giggling into my diary in the middle of a bar like couldn't stop laughing and the stupider I looked the more I laughed until I was literally Caught myself saying out loud, like, you have to stop. You look crazy. You have to stop. And then I, I, like, couldn't stop saying it either. And so I had to take myself to the bathroom. And I just sat in a bathroom stall,
1: oh. for, like, 15
0: minutes before I could calm down.
1: Caroline. It gets, it I gets bet you really looked, like, the cutest, <laughs> most, like, so genuine, crazy. happy person so in crazy. that in that hotel bar. Oh,
0: so unhinged. So crazy. Maybe you
1: were writing, like, the most hilarious novel of our generation, as far as anybody else knew. You know, seeing a woman <laughs> laughing at her journal, like... I don't know. It's not an acceptable thing to do. <laughs> it's not an acceptable thing to do, Jess, and I know Okay, it. but can I also offer another perspective, which is it's not the perspective that I just gave you of like, oh, it was probably cute. Instead, what I will say it is – It was probably hideous,
0: so I take no, it
1: back. If I saw you doing that, I'd think it was cute, but whatever. It's true. It, not everyone is me. All I'm saying is what if the more times you have an interaction like that – the less and less you will start to have this reaction afterwards. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> the more that you put yourself out there and yeah. try these things, maybe the more comfortable you'll get with it. And then the less giggly and weird you'll feel afterwards, you Fucking know? Freak.
0: Yeah, that it really is why I'd set it as a goal. It was like, yeah. Literally, I've been just trying to make like chronic eye contact with people, like left and right, TSA agents, like anyone the whole time. <laughs> who I'm like, <laughs> delivering eye contact, male, female, don't care old, stupid, ugly, (laughs) like I don't care, (laughs) I'm just trying to make eye contact, and just that realization, um, someone I was talking to on the solo trip was talking about like, yeah, you should make more eye contact, and then once I said it as an exercise, I realized how chronically I avoid it, as Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people do, I'm not so special, but, and how differently all of like my little daily interactions just over the last week started being once I just started... Fucking delivering eye
1: contact to strangers. I'm trying to make a point when I, like, check out at the grocery store or um, buy something, like, just with a cashier, you know, to make eye contact with them because I always realize like it's so easy to just be in your phone or just like be looking down and not give that person the time of day and they probably all they get all day is probably the top of somebody's the head top of someone's head so i've been making a point lately to like always look up and say hi and make eye contact with them and yeah like, it makes you feel so good it makes them feel good like oftentimes there's a compliment that follows because they're like oh this person's friendly and they looked at me and now i'm gonna tell them that They have nice hair or something, you know, so you feel good afterwards because you got that like it really makes a big difference. But um, I mean, yeah, of course, it's easier said than done.
0: I've I've been doing the small talk conversation with people like I feel for like a long time. I think because I was a service worker so long, like I'm always like I got like these massages when I was on my trip and I. You know, they're like doing all this hospitality stuff, and how are you? And I would just be like, you know, how are you? Yeah, and it almost I want to the, check like, on Stop. you. Yeah, like I, I can't not do that. Yeah, but but I think I always did it without eye contact because I felt like I just a little bit looking away or looking down, and it doesn't count the same. Like it mm. doesn't show interest the same way, and it, it was out of my own fear. But I literally just started like adding the eye contact to it, and it's wild the way people register. Yeah, that you are registering them differently. Yeah,
1: I don't know. Yeah, I I am glad that you've had that realization. I think getting back to this guy, you can do it. You're gonna do he's it. He's dead
0: to me. Okay.
1: I'm gonna be in DC this week. What if I go to the Bitch. gym with you and like make you? <laughs> I don't know. Obviously, we don't know when uh, he's gonna be there. But so um, weird. I'm gonna be so weird. Yeah. You know gonna what gonna do you need it. to do. I'm do it. You what? need to also have a backup plan. Not a backup plan. But a post basically asking him out plan where you know. Yes, a place like, where okay, I can sit and giggle. A place I a can place go. A place where run. I can sit and giggle. Yes. <laughs> You're right. You need to be like, a safe okay, place. after this, I will be going to the locker room. Or after this, I will be going for a walk outside or whatever. You be need to have a plan. in a pillow. Yes. Escape plan. A sanctuary. So I think if you have that in the back of your mind and you know after this conversation, I'm then going there as opposed to just kind of standing around and being like, okay, and then going to a treadmill and like giggling on the treadmill. Have a plan of where to go. (laughs) This
0: idiot (laughs) giggling on a treadmill, probably just fully still in view of him. So dumb. Okay, thank God you're
1: here. Otherwise I'd be dead. I can't wait for this progress. It's going (sighs) to – we're going to have to check in on it, and you know that. So stressed. Yes. (laughs) I have a
0: note on here that says – I actually don't even remember why I wrote this down, but mm-hmm. it says something that made me laugh harder than I've laughed in a while. I believe that this is true. I really made myself laugh recently with the idea of gaslighting someone um, just exclusively gaslighting them by telling them that they made internet memes that they didn't make. I think that would be, that would be really fun. I think that would be a really fun way to gaslight what? someone. What? If you're- what? That meme, and you're like, "Oh my god, this is so funny that you made this." And they're like, "No, what? No, I didn't make that." Why like, you made this? And you're just always like, "Remember when you made this meme?" And they're like, "I've never made a meme." And you're like, "You made this," and you
1: just like never let it go. Okay, okay, I have so many thoughts. I want to know how you came up with that. Like, where did that come from? But I also I can't have a remember. thought. Okay, then let me just say how you truly really can't me. remember. You might catch me responding to that and like really leaning in, because I used to have this running joke that I still kind of do sometimes. I had like a brand of jokes that I called "it's me" jokes. And they were really big when I was in college. <laughs> big amongst me. This brand um, of your jokes was really I big. <laughs> I they love They were you. big with like three of my friends. And, um, <laughs> they were huge. And um, they we would like pass by something, and I'd be like, "Oh, I made that," or like, "I built that," <laughs> or like, somebody would be like, "Oh, it's so like somebody left their something here," and I'd be like, "Oh, it's mine," or whatever. What example. I would just, what a good example. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I still do this <laughs> I'm not letting you off the hook of that. <laughs> Like one time, oh, oh, this is a good example. Okay. There's a lot of examples racing to my mind. One time we were getting on the metro in DC and there were a bunch of newspapers all over the ground that like somebody had thrown there, a homeless person had put there something. And we walked into the metro and I was like, oh, this is where I put my newspapers or something. <laughs> and it was like really fucking weird. And my friend laughed for a really long no, time. know I would laugh. I laugh Or now. Yes, like. Yeah, we there was a um, like a haunted hayride type of thing on campus. And there were all these like hay, like mounds of hay around campus. And I'd be like, I put those there. Do you like them? Or I would just like that was the joke. It was You're called so It's pure. Me Jokes. You're so pure. <laughs> They're like dad jokes. Basically, You're a so pure. Of yeah,
0: but it's better. I love that. I well, love that.
1: I guess what I'm Why saying did they is like. Why do they stop? Why do they stop? No, they still happen sometimes. I'll go for okay. a walk around my neighborhood with my boyfriend and be like, oh, I built that building. And he's like, just shut the fuck
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> like, what I want to know is like, where does the conversation go after that? Is it just you saying this in the middle of like any yeah. conversation? And then you just immediately return. He's like, I need to pay that. No mind. Anyway, what I was saying yeah. about my
1: job. Yeah, yeah, like it really is. or Or it'll be like in a moment of silence just to like. Make somebody laugh in a moment of silence yeah. or something.
0: In a moment of silence. But if you Please were to send me,
1: if you were to send me a meme and be like, "Remember when you made this?" There's a very good <laughs> chance that I'd be like, "Oh yeah!" <laughs> like I would just lean into it and turn it into a "It's me" joke, and yeah. then we'd both be doing our own brand of jokes, and nobody would. Get no anywhere. one would be laughing.
0: <laughs> yeah. No one would be laughing. <sighs> now, nah, what a beautiful kind of like Grecian tragedy that would be. What's the story of the what's the what's the story of like um fuck, that Christmas story, The, the Gift of the Magi. The Gift of the Magi, wow, you know, yeah. and like the husband what does he give up? He like sells his harmonica to buy his wife a beaut- the world's most expensive hairbrush and she cuts her hair to buy him like a case for his harmonica then they exchange gifts and they laugh and they cry and they hold each other because both of them gave up their most prized possessions for the other which I think is me That's us Gaslighting you about a <laughs> meme you didn't make and you just Gaslighting <laughs> like you back these are the joys of life. This is all I want. This is all I want. This, this is all I want. That's how you do life. First of all, that is how you do That's life That's how you do life together. That's how you do life together. You say, I am so excited to marry Shaq say me. Malconakis. Say me. Because <laughs> I can't wait. I, I love to find memes he didn't make and tell him that he made them. And I won't do that forever.
1: That's exactly it, though. I On our Instagram, when we asked people to describe us, um, somebody wrote for me like, Committed to the bit. And I was like, yes. Because I don't understand. I literally don't understand how people have fun (laughs) in life. I don't understand how people do life if they're not committing to bits daily. Like, are you laughing? Are you experiencing joy? Are Are you you experiencing pain? Are you (laughs) experiencing anything? It's all about committing to the bit. So, yeah, that's us.
0: Oh, she's a bit commit.
1: Thank you. So are you. That's why I like to talk to you. (laughs) <laughs> okay last thought last question from my end
0: yeah have you seen the new <laughs>
1: I'm like I'm so dumb I have so many stupid topics I've
0: been I missed you um- listen please <laughs> l- let's drop the IQ I literally love it so much
1: <laughs> I love it so much it's what people want I I can't do it without you like people wanted me to make the Jess thoughts really I- light and I-, I was like I don't know how to do it alone I really don't <laughs> This is actually also... I don't know. It's not that stupid. It's kind of interesting. Instagram I'll, I'll recently... I'll say if it's stupid. You just say okay. I'll say if it's stupid. Okay. Instagram recently made it so that you can pay to have the blue check mark next to your I handle. know. I know. I know. What the... Fu- what's that about? What is my purpose anymore? Like, why am I... We can cancel this show. What am uh, I doing? Oh, you're <laughs> you're disincentivized to get
0: the blue check now that anyone A little have bit. It.
1: Not that that's actually my purpose, but I'm just... Yeah. You know, to be facetious about it, like... It is a little bit foolish Then what are, how am I going to know if this is an Usher fan account or the real (laughs) Usher account?
0: (laughs) Oh, no, I think you have to provide, like, a government ID to identify. I think it still does, like, actually verify you. It doesn't just, it's not just you paying to get a check. You have to, like, submit, um, like, ID. And I I had applied to it maybe, like, a month or two ago because someone did actually make, like a fake Caroline Winkler Instagram accounts okay and so I was like okay I guess I'll do this and I kept getting rejected (laughs) like it's me
1: though and now I'm wondering
0: and now I'm wondering if they rejected me because um they were just about to roll out this feature where you just pay for it but at least at least when I applied then you had to like I had to link like articles written about me I had to link like my YouTube I had to and then like government IDs and
1: stuff so right yeah so now they're removing the part where you have to like prove like anybody can do it even if they don't have a following even if they don't have like articles written about them but even sure but they you you still have, still have to, prove to prove who you
0: are I think yes. you still have to prove who you are but also like it would be pretty weird I felt weird about getting a check even with like my small following on Instagram, and now and now I th- then once they rolled out the feature, I was like, oh, I don't think I'm, a, I don't think I want to get it now. I feel I don't like I'm gonna feel the
1: same. Like, it's cringy. It Maybe they can make like a darker shade of the blue, so you know, like this is a <laughs> person that Instagram awarded <laughs> a check, and these are the people that paid for it because it's, it's so a little funny. bit cringe. I've noticed a couple people on my page getting it, and I'm like, I mean,
0: I don't think I've specifically seen
1: anyone. Just random getting it, but I know people are, and that is that is wild. It makes me uncomfortable. I can't. I don't know. I I do understand from a from a like identity perspective. Like it's kind of similar how on dating apps. On certain dating apps I feel like they'll give you a check mark so that you verify like this is actually the person so people can't But that's not why people are doing
0: it. That's not why people are doing it. No,
1: exactly. But on Instagram, like that's not you're not worried about person with five hundred followers who paid for this, you're not worried about your account being replicated. You just think it's cool. You know? I haven't seen
0: I haven't even seen anyone do it, but why are they doing it?
1: I, it, because it's a, thats the thing. It's like it's a status thing in a way, but it but no longer—it's no is. longer a status but it no thing. No longer is. It's like a moment. I don't know. It's a moment. I, I follow certain comedians who are a little bit smaller, but like as they're gaining fame and notoriety and success and stuff, and I feel like it's a moment that a lot of them kind of celebrate. Of like, oh my gosh, I like had right. enough. Yeah, you it's know, a milestone. A following. It's a milestone. The same way that like a hundred thousand YouTube subscribers is a milestone. Um, yeah, so it's not really a milestone anymore. So it's just gonna be—it's just gonna be a mental shift in how I think about Instagram, and I do think about it way too much,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I do think about it too much. We gotta find a new way to be elite. Mm. I'm, I was mostly pissed that they kept rejecting me for saying I was me. Like I definitely had—I definitely had enough followers to have a check. I think it was because they were rolling out thing. That's what I'm gonna tell myself because I was pretty
1: upset. <laughs> I would be upset. See, this does kind of weirdly, or it did kind of weirdly matter. Maybe if we just put I've thought about doing this for a long time just as like a joking thing, just putting official at the end of my Instagram handle. So yeah, it's I've like seen that. I wouldn't yeah. do Jay-Z Debakey anymore. I'd do like Jess Official.
0: Jess Official or the yeah. real the official real. Jess. <laughs> official Jess. Official Jess.
1: Yeah, cute. I, don't, I don't I don't think don't I'm ever gonna want to, but.
0: I yeah. don't want to ever change the good setter. Never change
1: it. I love that you've kept it. It's like so throwback to so throwback. A throwback to the old days. Oh, that's another story. Ugh, do we have to go? Maybe we have to go. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I've been talking so much. I've been bringing up all the- What do you want me to
0: say? What do you want me to say? Listen, I'm looking at my notes and I don't have anything good here. I have one note that literally is- Listen, this is what my notes say. Okay. Bullet point number one. I've really been working on my smells. I don't know what I'm supposed (laughs) to say about that. I don't know why I wrote that Why
1: wouldn't you say that earlier?
0: I don't know. I don't know. Number, note number two I have. These are my notes. These are my professional work notes. It just says- (laughs) Crabtree and Evelyn. I don't know. Stop. I don't Wait, know. that's
1: hilarious.
0: And then it says always in my head I, about <laughs> Crabtree and Evelyn. Actually, no, you know what that is. Did you like when doing improv and stuff, whenever someone would be like, Somebody, um, give a, give a prompt or something and you just have to say like a random word. The only phrase, did you ever have a phrase that was like the only phrase you could ever think of? The only thing I
1: could ever think of was Crabtree and Evelyn. Well, oh, that's the bet. I mean, did you actually throw it out there? Have you ever seen people? Totally, totally. Okay, too many okay. times. And too like, many, you've seen too of many, many bits about Crabtree and Evelyn. <laughs> no i don't really have yeah. a go-to ready phrase for that although i wish i did that's a perfect one vera bradley i feel like that's a similar era vera similar bradley. vibe
0: that's funny yeah. yeah or like just any word but like when someone's like crab you know tree. you're doing like an improv warm-up exercise and they're like three two one say a word i was like is i'll tell you right now it's gonna be crabtree
1: another one. Oh my god i feel like my word that i always think of is literally like chicken yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: So
1: pure, so pure. No, but it's not pure. The it's only not way that could
0: be—that is pure. The only way it could be better is if your if your word was like word. No, <laughs> word something. The reason I
1: no, but if you know the backstory on chicken, I feel like the reason I think of chicken is because of that part in Anchorman where um, Champ Kind is like, well, he's like asking this woman on a date, and he's like, we can go back to my place, have some chicken, maybe some sex. And so I like always think of chicken in the tone that he says it in. Like chicken. 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 Yeah. Oh, you um, say that well. You do that well. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll, I guess I'll tell you this last thing and then we can wrap up. The last thing, it made me, I thought of it because you, the good sitter, were an au pair. And I grew up with a lot of au pairs because my parents both worked and instead of Oh, I didn't like, know
0: you had au pairs.
1: I had au pairs for- Oh, I had no idea. Until we were probably like 10-ish. A couple were from Germany. Um, one was from Ireland. Anyway, so Great I countries. think the last au pair, yeah, the last au pair that we had was Venezuelan and her name was Stella and she was my favorite person. And, um, she made me feel like she was my older sister. Like I felt really,
0: yeah. I don't know, I
1: loved her. Um. Really special. So when I was in the second grade, she like lived with our family and, and babysat me and Caitlin and, um, she started to date someone in America, this guy who was a lawyer. They're now married and have kids. And like, it's a whole, you know, beautiful success story. They're doing life, um, yeah. And they're doing life. And so in second grade, that's when we did our first communion at Stone Ridge at our school. And for my first communion... The, the age of
0: reason. <laughs>
1: yeah, Right. When everybody decides to commit to yes. religion. Um, and... So for my first communion gift, Stella's boyfriend at the time, this lawyer, got me a binder that said Jessica Book Company on it. And it was the paperwork to, if I wanted to, like, sign and submit to the state or something and, like, have a company called the Jessica Book Company. Because when I was a kid, I loved to, like, write children's books and draw, like... Really, my books were just ripping off the Bernstein Bears. I just traced the Bernstein Bears photos and then like, or images from those books and then like wrote my own story with it that was like vaguely based on but different from the Bernstein Bears. Anyway, I really loved writing these books and I thought that that's what I wanted to do when I grow up. Anyway, it was a story that I just remembered recently or I kind of think about every once in a while and it just made me feel grateful and like I don't know. Something tickled my little soul when I thought about it because ever since then, I've wanted to in some form do like content creation and now we're Mm. doing it. This is my, I don't read, so you know I don't write, but I'm here doing something that's like telling stories. You're telling a story. You're telling a story. And um, yeah, I just thought of that and I thought it was cheesy and sweet and I wanted to share it with you.
0: Wait, wait. When you talk about paperwork for the Jessica Book Company, is this, like, you have, like, you have an LLC somewhere? Or, like, what did they, what's the paperwork? What is it?
1: I think it was the paperwork to form an LLC, but I never actually, like, did anything with it. Oh, okay, um, okay, okay. So, no, I don't have that, but… And I, I don't know, at this point in time, I'm sure that maybe that name is gone. Not that it was a brilliant name, but like <laughs> it was more the gesture of him. I wonder, maybe knowing. it does exist though. Because who else would
0: name, who would name their, who would title their LLC that, like if you had told me the story before we get made our podcast LLC, I would 100%, that's, that would be what it's called. That
1: would be our name. Oh, that's cute. Um Yeah. No, I don't think it exists. I never did anything with the paperwork. It was more the gesture of him being like, you could, you want to do this and you could do it. And like, you know, being proud of me. It was so meaningful. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Instead of being like the easy response to be like, ha ha. Right. You want to write a book? That's pretty cute. I'm just like taking you really seriously and talking to you like you're a thinking sentient being, which you were.
1: Yeah. 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 That's all. Um, I think I still have that binder in my parents' house somewhere. I kind of want to get it when I'm home and bring it back here. Um, Is it full
0: of Berenstein Bear drawings?
1: (laughs) No, it's like literally the binder of paperwork. So it's not actually anything (laughs) interesting in there. But the binder itself had like an inscription on it. And there was also like this stamp. He made me a stamp that was like an emblem of the company or something. It was like made me feel wow. very official. It really was very sweet. sweet. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good guy. I, I feel like you're gonna do something with that name one day. I, I would love to. Name. Maybe we should cut yeah. this so nobody takes it from me It's
1: because it's brilliant. Um. Yeah. Yeah, maybe.
0: That's very sweet. I love that. My heart is warm.
1: <laughs> Thanks. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the last thing on my radar to sh- that I wanted to share with you today. Anything. I feel like everything we talked about is a win and we keep in the episode yeah I feel like everything was really important (laughs) yeah totally thanks for joining us you've been here what what am I saying (laughs) I
0: don't know it's been a while it's been a while since you did an outro let's take that one more time Jess hey look at me look at me
1: look in the (laughs) eye you got this you got this I really need to hear you say that one more time okay Thanks for being here. This has been not for everyone. You can find us on Instagram at not for everyone pod. That's the number four in there. Um, you can find Caroline at the Good Sitter on Instagram. I'm at Jay Z on Instagram, and we're now on YouTube. Same handle as our podcast Instagram handle. Go follow us. Um, leave us reviews on Apple Podcasts. Do all the things. Share it with a friend. We love hearing from you.
0: If you haven't checked out the YouTube videos, they are they have ended up being like basically they've got like deleted scenes, deleted yeah. convos in them quite a bit, actually. Um, just because we didn't feel like editing it out.
1: So, if you want, <laughs> so there you go, world, yeah, if,
0: yeah. If, if you want to catch the conversations that are a little more boring
1: <laughs> and, That's really and, what it
0: and is. longer, <laughs> then check out the YouTube videos. But there's yeah. also the good stuff in there, yeah. Don't be fooled, it's not like
1: titillating we
0: didn't yeah we didn't cut like all the great stuff the good stuff yeah we
1: cut it on purpose (laughs) yeah but it's there if you want it i mean i love putting on a youtube video and just like feeling like i have company and so if we can provide that for you then i love to hear it
0: yeah love to hear it um live laugh love
1: do life do life Bye. Here, if I were to part my hair where my stylist left, how she left me when I left the salon, no. i look like a <laughs> You
0: look like an idiot. You look like an idiot.
1: And I, I don't an know idiot. why I thought putting on these glasses would help. It makes me look more crazy. Um, yeah. yeah.